0: Welcome to The Down sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill.
1: Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 147 of The Staredown. That's right, we're coming up on episode 150 soon, but let's get it to tonight's show. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my buddies Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meiniger in Cumming, Georgia. Bill, what's going on, buddy?
2: Not much. It's a, it's a quiet, cold, chilly Sunday night when we record this in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's- it, it, it's all
0: relative, Bill. It's all it, relative.
2: It never got out of the 50s, and it never stopped raining all day. I didn't get to play golf. Uh, I did watch six hours of, uh, of coverage, though. The Farmers uh, farmers Open. So, nice. um, yeah, it was it was a real damp and dreary day here. So, very rare. Uh, I got a little taste of what you boys go through um, on a more regular basis. A little taste. <laughs> a little taste, yeah. <laughs>
0: What's going on with you, Todd? Hey Sean, um, yeah, cold, but actually got it in the fifties here and, and blue skies. Um, I was all amped, ready to play uh, tennis, but I was the, the the fifth line, and they they forfeited lines four and five. So I got the W. Uh, went out, hung out with the with the crew, but um, was uh, excited and to play and disappointed that uh, wasn't able to. But other than that a good weekend? Um, it's supposed it's supposed to snow here on Tuesday, and sean snowing here in atlanta versus snowing in columbus we will be we will be paralyzed if it snows so Mm. i don't mind i don't mind snow but i'm really
1: hoping it doesn't because i got a busy work week ahead so yeah and and you know i I, while you don't want either i I remember how crippling the ice storm was that you guys got a couple years ago i mean you know i mean freeway freeway shut down for freeway shut down for 10 to 12 hours at a time and People couldn't go anywhere. So snow, little flurries. And, and while it's not ideal for you guys, uh, it's probably neat for the kids to see every once in a while, right? But
0: Yeah, yeah. perfect on the weekends. The problem is, is the, uh, what happened a couple of years ago. Um, Sean, our buddy Pete Ward was actually caught on 400, uh, about 20 miles from home. Um, and it's just, and stayed overnight. Uh, Literally people are staying overnight in their cars just because Atlanta is just not, it's, it's a city in the South that gets the wintry weather, but it's just not equipped and built like it is up North, you know? So, um, love the snow. Uh, and and what I was going to say before I got sidetracked is the anticipation of the disaster (laughs) shuts the city down. We've had so many times where school, school is canceled and it's literally 45 degrees and sunny the next day. And you're like, I get being uh, uh, careful, but proactive. You know, yeah, it, it, it can be a little um,
1: stressful on yeah. uh, on friends and family. But anyway, all's good here, man. How are you? Well, good here. Ready for a, a, a fun week. We'll, we'll talk at the end. But Bill and I are heading off to New York City for Inman Connect. Um, but it's we're expecting a really cold, unseasonably cold, um, like bone-chilling cold on Wednesday. But right now it's 15 degrees, which kind of segues us to Australia, where. Djokovic just won his 15th major. Um, it's a nice little segue there. 15 degrees and 15 majors. Ah. Federer leads with 20, Nadal with 17, and, and the young gun uh, Djokovic coming up with, with 15 after his win today. And then um, Osaka wins her second in a row, uh, and she ra- raises up the first Japanese player to ever be number one, Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you and Cindy watched a little bit. Why don't you fill us in on what happened? And I believe uh, – Djokovic beat Nadal in the finals, is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was this morning our time. Um, you know, that which would have been Sunday night in um, in us in, in near uh, in Brisbane near am sorry, Melbourne where they play. But yeah, it was um it was unexpected for Djokovic to handle it that easy. I don't think he was broken uh, ever by Nadal. Wow. Uh, yeah, so um, a 6-2 6-3 6-3 somewhere along those lines or 6-2 6-3 6-2, it was relatively effortless. And, uh, I don't know, you know, exact well, one, once again, it could be a horses for courses kind of thing, right? That Nadal's one in five or one in four in Australian open finals and Joker's won seven now, yeah. the Australian mm-hmm. opens. So it's a, it's a, it was like his Nadal's French open. So, uh, I, I don't think it was, it didn't surprise me that Djokovic won, but it definitely surprised me that it was straight sets and it was so easy. So, so yes. that was, that was kind of a, um, kind of a shock to be quite honest. And on the Osaka side, you know, boy, you got to hand it to her. And she's, she's brimming with confidence. I mean, think about it. She, she beats Serena in the U S open. She comes and beats, um, uh, Pliskova, uh, or I'm sorry, Kvitova, Kvitova, help Mm -hmm. help me out here. Um, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a match that she could have lost because in the second set she was, she had triple match point Mm -hmm. um, and, and ended up losing that set right up five, three, and came back and, and uh, won the last set six, four. So she, uh, she definitely battled hard and she is a good player. So we're going to see a lot of her and she's 21. And mm. uh, you know, so I wonder if it's going to be, could could she be the thing that keeps Serena from getting number 24 to tie Margaret court? I don't know. We'll see. So yeah. Fun weekend, a fun couple of weeks, I should say a fun fortnight.
1: And nice for her to, I mean, you know, kind of be, I don't want to say the tainted US Open, but just the way it kind of finished, that this was a, you know, nice, um, you know, full spotlight for her.
2: Clean. Yeah. Clean, very, yeah. very clean and, and showed her grit. You know, we happened having to go three sets. It was great. Well said. So Bill,
0: I'm sorry, Sean. You, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Bill, you, uh, first on, uh, on the women's side, then I'll come to the men's side. Have you ever seen a grittier, tougher 21 year old uh, Osaka? who is so fiercely humble and shy (laughs) when the microphone gets, gets in her mouth, her concession speech for the second term in a row. I mean, she's just like, I'm terrified of public speaking. She can't be more complimentary. It's just, you have this shy little girl that you want to, as a father, uh, uh, you want to hold her, but then on the court, you're watching her for two hours going, she's tough as nails. Like gritty. She's got that
2: little Sharapova fist thing going the whole time where she's like pumping herself up routinely, you know, kind of always got something always a, like an inner monologue going on. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Never really satisfied on the, you know, d- during play. So she'll remind
1: me again, yeah. is she, she's Japanese, but is, is she trained and, and raised in the, in the States? Correct.
2: Or yeah. Yeah. It's her, her father's Japanese. I can't remember if her mother's an American citizen or another country, but um, yeah. So she's, she's trained under the flag trained. of Japan. Correct. Yep. You got that. Uh,
0: and, the, the, and we could talk about her for an hour. Um, her, her father, and we're all uh, fathers of kids who play sports, he can't watch her play. Right. He cannot watch. She's like, where's your dad? And she's like, I don't know. And they asked her, is that because of you? She's like, no, I like him there. He just physically can't watch. So he's usually pacing the concourse and just kind of listening or, or doing whatever. Just a great story. And, God, she's just good. Tough as nails. Who There's many many a player that would have – Triple match point, get broken, lose a set, and fold in the third set. Shut right. up, to fold. She just wouldn't do it. I mean, right. just t- tough as nails, right?
2: And and hats off to St. Pete's own Denise Collins for her great run, right? She's the girl from UBA that we talked about last week. So um, it, quarterfinal appearance, not bad. And she's she's going to be back, so she'll be fun to watch too.
0: And and the girl she uh, Sokka beat um, was voted the most popular of the female players. Apparently, everyone loves her. Super nice. And, uh, yep. Yeah, and and she was crying, not not feeling sorry herself, but you can feel that you felt as an athlete. This may be her moment, and she knows uh, it, it slipped away. And who knows what chances we get, you know? Getting yeah, she, she
2: already answer. had she had she already has two majors, though I think so. Oh, she, she does. I yeah, didn't know she that. has okay. she has a couple. So she's
0: but you, you she's still capable. don't know. You always you always want to yeah. win the next, right? Yeah, right,
2: right. So, so the,
1: speaking of majors, I mean, I, I don't know the pace of of Djokovic. Does he have a chance to beat Federer?
2: Well, let's see. So, um, Joker's 31. Nadal's 32. I think wise 51, I think. Federer, yeah, Federer's like Brady's, <laughs> whatever Brady is. So, 41. Yeah. No, he's he's actually 37, I think. Yeah. Serena's okay. age. So, Federer, you know, um, I, I would be surprised if he wins I, not one more, but I'd be surprised. I think the over-under is one, right? Okay. So, that means I think he got Nadal. If you look at it, I, I think Nadal's going to win two more Frenches pretty easy at his age. I just think that's good in his future. That's going to get him to 19. If he wins a couple more someplace else, he can possibly catch Roger. But the question is, Djokovic is healthy now. He he had surgery last year. He's 31. Uh, he, yeah, 31. He looks good. So you know he could. He's got potentially um, another 16 competitive majors in him. I think Nadal's got another 12 to 16. So the two of them, if you think about it, they've now played 54 matches uh, against each other, and uh, Nadal's up 20. 6, 20, uh, 27, 25 or that's like 52. It's, it's some crazy number. If they, if they did not play each other, if one of those guys wasn't there, they probably would have blown by Roger a couple of years ago. Because yeah. They stopped each other. It's pretty interesting stuff. So it's, it's kind uh, of weird
1: when you say that, because, you know, you think about Tiger and Phil have played in hundreds of tournaments together,
2: Yeah, but not head to head.
1: It's just a different when you when you're knocking people out along the way.
2: Correct. Yeah. You have, it's, it's every every round's a knockout round in tennis. In golf, yeah. you just keep playing. And <laughs> you know, I I always look back at Tiger. It was a a Tory uh, Tory Pines event, a Farmers Open. It could have been eight nine years ago. He made the cut on the number and won the tournament. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's possible in golf, right? To have play horrible and then come back and win. Not, not tennis, a One intention. horrible match a year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: especially on a tough course. You know, I mean, That, that plays Correct. into a, a player like Tiger Woods or, right. or into their hands.
2: All the so best players, yeah. Pretty
1: guys. I, I was going to
0: throw this to you guys, uh, Joker. I mean, hats off. I, I, obviously, I overlook him a lot, but is there a, a, a better "quote unquote" number three guy in the uh, Rafa? Uh, Federer era than, than Joker is. I mean, Nadal, I'm sorry, Djokovic. I hate calling him Joker. I mean, what any kind of like Phil Mickelson in any other era, he would be the most dominant tennis player we've ever seen yeah. ever. Right,
2: Bill. He passed Pete Sampras today and Sampras was the gold standard, you know, for a number of years. So um, you're right. It's just timing. You know, it's, that's it's just timing. Uh, all those players that came along, you know, through Tiger's era, you know, had to suffer at that, suffer with that, or also benefit from it. I think the same sure. thing happened. Same thing happened with Djokovic. He's it's just timing. But for that top three to be ball playing at the same time, it's I think you have to look at it and go, we're pretty lucky we got to watch all that.
0: Right? Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think 10, 15 years now, you're talking to a grandkid going, you know, yeah, I remember when the three of them were just battling each other. It was the best time. <laughs> So, and I, don't think,
1: I don't think Djokovic's upset about it. He's he's doing no. okay,
2: right? There's you know.
1: not, um, there is not. You know, if you look at the history, that's it's usually there's two guys. You know, there's two guys right. battling back and forth. You know, there's right. two guys. Names: Peyton and, and Tom Brady. There's Peyton and Favre. There's you know whatever. And yeah. So I have three. Um, because really, in the, in the annals of golf, there's you know there was either Jack and Tom, and then of course there was Lee Trevino and and Ray Floyd and some of these other guys, but it was never really th- three names were never really brought up. You know.
2: Right. No, so, you're right. You're right. But I mean, uh, the, golf had that one stretch, right? You had you had uh, you had uh, Gary in there with Jack and and Arnie. True. That had that one little. But once again, that's that's the exception, not the rule.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Let's stay on the other side of the pond. Let's go uh, EPL, Todd. I think the FA Cup is going on right now. Is that right?
0: Oh man. Um, so. Good news, bad news. I missed waking up on Saturday watching EPL and Sunday. But um, interesting, interesting, interesting little uh, tidbit. And the FA Cup, they don't carry it on TV. It's on ESPN+. Plus, So you have to subscribe, which I don't. Um, but uh, the FA Cup's really, really interesting. So um, Everton, which I was doing a little research before, they actually were part of the 16 teams that founded the Premier League. Everton played a a club called Millwall, which is, um, Everton's in the Premier League, Millwall's in the Champions League, and they're in the bottom of the table, probably fifth on the bottom. And they got upset. Uh, Mighty Everton uh, went down, um, which is interesting. But even more interesting, West Ham United, which is a London club, uh, obviously in the Premier League, lost to, Bill, you'll be familiar with this, a a town called Wimbledon, right? (laughs) So Wimbledon – is so there's premier league champions league league one and Mm -hmm. league two right right? wimbledon is dead last in league one right
2: so they are due to be staring at league two
0: they're due to be relegated they upset west ham united and advanced to the fa cup so i know we've talked uh in in times past um true some of the bigger clubs use this to maybe rest some of the bigger names but trust me they're putting a, a lineup together that's that wins they you want home matches just like in any year. you want the, the the sales you want the trophies you want everything so Millwall and Wimbledon beat uh Everton West Ham United this week in the wow. FA Cup so that's awesome. it's, it's always it's always exciting now it'll probably be two Premier League teams or maybe a Premier League and Championship team come final but these early quote-unquote early rounds are always always very interesting so that's what stood up stood out to me Sean awesome
1: Bill, you, you mentioned it in, in the opening. We, uh, we got a chance to watch one of the prettiest golf courses in the country. Um, it's kind of the, almost the unofficial opening of the true season, even though the season wraparound now starts in October. Um, this is really the first one where a lot of the big guns are out. And, um, boy, there was a – other than Mickelson, it was kind of a star-studded field. Um, as, as is expected and as has become kind of commonplace, Tiger gets almost all of the headlines leading up to and, and even up through uh, today – you look on ESPN.com and there's 15 tiger stories and then you got to really look to see who won the tournament, but, um, quite a, quite a, quite a tournament for Justin Rose. I mean, I, I couldn't have been more impressed with the way he played. Um, take Justin Rose out of it. Adam Scott played fantastic. Take Adam Scott out of it. John Rahm played fantastic. Um, some of the, some of the young kids, um, you know,
2: Taylor Gooch and Taylor Gooch and fourth and third, you know, and, and submitting his, his position on tour for a while, right? Right. No more because right. he played in. He had to. He had to qualify last week, and finished fourth. That got him in this week, and now this gets him into. He's just playing amazing golf. So right. it'll be fun I mean, to watch. Talking
1: about confidence, but let's let's talk about just let's start with Justin Rose, number one player in the world. Uh, comes off of a club change over the over the off season after the Ryder Cup, he completely changed his entire clubs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which, as you know through history, is not easy. But just what, what'd you, what'd you think about his ball striking and his, I mean, just the way he played that course and you've played there, right? A couple of times,
2: oh, hundreds, a hundred times on the South yeah. course. Yeah. Pre, pre, uh, pre-renovation. I've played it three times since they renovated it, but I played long, long in the, in the 90s. He was playing, we were playing around 7,000 yards in, in the right. You have the
0: course record bill, right?
2: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> course, I have, high record. I have baby. a personal record in there mm-hmm. or something, but uh, no, it's it's fun. I know, I know every, I know that course uh, as well as any course I've ever played. Uh, so it's, yeah. I, I mean, I've even, I've, I've, I've been a standard bearer at the uh, tournament. So I've carried a sign on Thursday and Friday rounds. Uh, I've, um, let's see, what else have I done there? I've, I've volunteered there for that tournament a number of times. But it's the course itself. I played every Wednesday morning with a chiropractor buddy when I worked for the Padres uh, for two straight years. I would just go into work. I'd be to work by 1030 because we'd tee off at first light. Um, the way it worked there was you put your bag on the rail by the starter shack where, you know, Pat Perez's dad was hanging out. <laughs> you would you would put your bag there and uh, you'd just leave an old bag with a couple of clubs in it. And you he would get there second or third at 11 o'clock the night before. He'd be number two or three out. Two mm. guys beat him there. And you sleep in the lot. You can't leave the lot or you lose your spot. So he would just sleep in the back of his truck, and then we would show up about 6, and then we'd go out by 6.30. It was great. So uh, played a lot of golf there. It's it's an amazing course. The, the rough is incredibly brutal even. For, you know, it's
1: interesting is the first two-and-a-half holes, you're going due west. Um, so you're going away from the sunlight, but it's because there's no trees block. It's probably just, a, you know, I, the time I played, I was the first group off the tee. Yeah. I mean, the second
2: group. Yeah, the first hole. The first hole, you you go straight out from the clubhouse. You're going right out to the ocean. But then you hang a left. Number two two goes north, and three's down. You know, down toward back west, and then four and five are parallel. Then you come back towards the clubhouse. But so it's. um, But it's three.
1: Three's just such a killer downhill overlooking the ocean.
2: And four, four, in my opinion, is the second hardest hole. And I'm going to tell you this: I when I was playing there, I was probably back in those days. I was probably about a seven, eight handicap, maybe six in my best days. And this is going to sound really crazy, but I do not remember, and I don't think I've ever hit number 12 in regulation. I have plenty of pars there from getting up and down. Not a problem because you get close. But I don't think I ever had a birdie putt on that hole in all those rounds. It is by far the hardest hole you'll ever play. And we were playing at about 460, 460 460-ish, I think, at our time now that the pros played over five into the wind every single time even in the morning it was always cold if you miss the fairway there's no chance you're getting home even if you put it in the fairway it took a perfect shot to get it on that green usually with a wood of some kind because it was so yeah. fun. It's, it's, it's just a it's so fun you know it's just a great place um, and so I, you talked about Rose and it was today his round was was so fun to watch because he really kind of just you know gave it all up yesterday he had those two doubles. He started off with three bo- bogeys early in this round today. They got within a couple of shots of him, but they could never really get close enough to put the heat on. And then he just kept performing. He really has his uh, game in a whole different level right now. It feels like um, he was without his caddy. He was, was homesick, right? You're sure you heard that? He had a yeah, heart, heart, surgery, heart surgery. Yeah. yeah. So – uh, great I think,
1: follow on Twitter, by the way. Dick Fulchers Lad is his oh, name. Oh, cool. We'll find it. Yeah. Is, is his caddy, but Dick yeah. Fulchers Lad. So it's named after, you know, his Twitter handle is after his dad, but great, cool. uh, great yeah, he, caddy. A Mike, great Mike
2: Fulcher, I think is his name, right? Yeah. Mark, so, I think. Yeah. Or Mark, yeah. And, so, and he's, he's north of 40, right? Justin. a oh,
1: young um, kid.
2: He's, I think he's a 37 or 38.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. He's You'll been on the scene for 20 years. It was at that Yeah. You'll
1: remember this. British Open, yeah. they they showed him as like a sixteen year old and they're like, This is a young kid and you know, kind of like they did with Rory and Ernie Els back in the day. Right. But I still remember that that round where they showed, you know, Rose making the cut and um well, just that eighteenth
2: hole. Remember his eighteenth hole on Sunday? He hit some amazing flop shot from the rough left of the and made some incredible par save and they yeah. we were talking about him and and uh, and he he went he was one of those guys who just went pro young. He, he didn't, yeah, yeah he was going to, it was going to be golf. And it.
1: I saw this stat today. He, that's his 10th win now on the PJ tour. Uh, the leading Nick
2: Faldo, yeah.
1: Nick Faldo is the leading uh, British. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. From England. yeah. It
2: doesn't seem, it seems like there'd be more, but Rory, you know, isn't really full time over here till this year. So, um, well that was just English. Not from England. Yeah. That just, was just
1: English. Yeah. Players. yeah, yeah.
2: So yep. yeah, it's, uh, it was, um, I thought it was fun. It was fun to watch. I'll tell you what. I was digging, watching the pin in all day long with. I love it, guys, yeah. Right? yeah. So it's in my mind, it's kind of, I'm watching Adam Scott. And I'm thinking, I don't mind the pin in. I practice on the putting green, the pins in the whole time. I'm going to, I might just for the hell of it, just go pin in for a few rounds on every shot and just see what happens. Other than piss off my playing partners. Too bad for them. I want the pin in, you know?
0: Question As the, as the uh, recreational golfer and you guys are a little more seasoned. So I was asked today, what is the advantage or disadvantage of having the pin in? And I have never really known. Uh, to me, I putt so horribly that if I skull it, skull effort it, as you call it, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you hit the pin and not blow 20 feet past the hole, right? So to me, I'm always like, okay, keep the pin in. It's all good. So go, what's the advantage slash disadvantage? Just being the casual golfer, I have no idea.
2: Well, they, they, they had a great stat today, I don't know if you heard it, Sean, that said that if the putt's going to go nine feet past, then if it hits the pin dead center, that's the key, if it hits the pin dead center, it's going to bounce about 14 inches away from the hole. They're just running these tests. Some, some that's, my, that's my kind of putt right there. Right. <laughs> and then if, But if it's six feet past or shorter, it will hit the pin and go in. So you, that means you can be a little more aggressive, but you've got to be very accurate. Cause if you sure. hit the, you know, it'll still help a little bit. If it's off kilter a little bit, it is going to, it is going to not let it get as far and it won't ricochet farther than off as far as it would go. I think that um, I, that what I heard Faldo say today, cause he's going to start using the pin according you know all his recreational rounds of golf is the fact that you have an absolute target to aim at, whether you're aiming dead center on a putt, or if you're aiming, you know, left center or left edge, that's just another, it gives you this gate to kind of shoot at and anything that yeah. helps you, visualizing a target better is, is a positive thing uh, so that's I think there's
1: probably some times where I'll, you know you'll think about it where you're you have a left to right breaker where it's breaking downhill and you're mm-hmm. thinking like well i might as well leave the pin in because if it if it comes in a little hard i gotta the biggest mistake i think todd most amateurs make especially on breaking putts is they they call what's missing on the on the low side the they don't play enough break um so a lot of times, if you hit it left of the hole, let's say, in a left to right breaker, and you say, "Oh, you missed it," at least on the pro side, which means you gave it a chance to go in. Right. Um. So, so the, what I really liked about it, Bill and and Adam Scott did it a lot where they would chip up or lag up to a, a three inches, and they would just go up and knock it in. They, a yeah. caddy didn't have to come up and take the flag stick out, and right. You know, it was.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll tell you, I was just just watching him. You know stick that shot on 17. Adam Scott hit it to what? Six inches on 17. Yeah. <laughs> to birdie that hole and get within two. So now anything can happen on 18. Birdie the last so, four. Yeah. Yeah. Just he just, he just got, he had the Eagle 18. He had to put it in the fairway. And when he missed the fairway, everything, everything just kind of falls out. You know, you're done. Oh. 18, done.
1: Yeah. How about, how about Hideki Matsuyama hitting the the <laughs> hybrid out of the bunker? at That's six awesome. feet. <laughs> I mean, awesome. Yeah. When I saw the shot, I was thinking that was a great shot out of the bunker. And then when they saw him, handed the club back to his – because yeah. I don't think Fowler knew it was a hybrid either. No. You know?
2: Yeah, and, and, and was, he did it before in the round. He did it on nine. He had the same shot. He hit a hybrid on nine to about 15 feet. So, uh, you know, another 270-yard shot out of the bunker. <laughs> so, no, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> those guys, it's a whole other level. A lot of fun. So,
0: so, so uh, I'm I'm a slow study. So, one, one point is um, – did you see uh, Spieth and, and uh, yeah, Patrick Reed, Reed hug it out? Loved it, loved that. But yeah. going back, why would you? Re- why were you required to pull the pin out in the first place? If if everyone wants it in, is that just etiquette
2: tradition? Rules I mean, of golf. That was probably, okay. you know there's 33 rules in golf, and it was one of them you when you're on the green, the pin may be tended, but you can't leave it in. And okay. so they're, they're trying to. It's a speed of play. It's to make the game more fun. It's weird that all those, a lot of those rules apply to the pros, but any course, right, Sean, can have a local rule that says pin must be out when you putt. They don't have to leave that rule. You can have a local rule that changes really anything in golf, right? Right. Because um, you can – I played at a course with Kevin growing up where they had a driving range on the left side of the first hole. And for the longest time, the local rule was play it lateral instead of OB because it just took too long off the first tee to get everybody re-teeing and doing all this stuff. Go back and, and – yeah, Just yeah. go down there, take a drop, and keep going. It right. just every course can do what they want. But uh and you know, but the drop rules have been fun. Sean, I don't know if you had a chance to play yet, but dropping from the knee is awesome. Grounding your club in the hazard is awesome. well, no, let me
1: remind you it's fifteen degrees. No, I'm not playing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that That's it, the,
0: it, high, right? oh, the high, right? the
2: high Wait till you wait till you get to do your first drop from your knee. It's just the best. Knee height. Um, uh, you know, cause I was always mad. I'm six, four when I'm dropping shoulder height, I'm thinking I'm, I got disadvantage over this guy. that's gonna 5'8". Bounce, Yeah. yeah, He's going to drop from a lower height. That's not fair. And, uh, now my knee's a little higher than someone's, but not <laughs> not six <laughs> inches higher. Right? right. So it's, it's a lot of fun, but, uh,
1: Hey, one more, one more golf story. Um, how about Bryson DeChambeau? He Ooh. wins by seven over in Dubai. Uh, he was, he was one of the big names uh, and Justin Thomas did not play this week. Um, Bryson DeChambeau wins by seven strokes. That's his fourth win in the last nine tournaments.
2: Shot 64 today, final round. By the way, leaves the stick in on every putt. There's Ooh. another guy. He never takes a pin out. So he's playing well that way. Adam Scott, who had the long putter but had to go to the you know, short putter this last year, and now leaving the pin in. Ah, It's just going to be fun to watch how that plays out with a lot of different guys. I saw Tiger leave the pin in on a couple long putts. Right. And that's just it's the weirdest looking thing. I've watched golf for fifty years, right? Maybe longer. Mm-hmm. And to see that pin in with professionals putting is just weird. Yeah. But cool. It's a paradigm shift, right? Yeah, it's a big change. Yeah. It's
1: and look, we, we know it's gonna happen, Bill. There will be someone that a a four footer or a, a three foot tap in, it'll bunk off the off the flag and, and, and knock yeah. out. You know, it'll be like a blooper reel almost thing. But yeah. I think it'll the happen. odds are and, and this pace of play and the caddies the caddies probably like it, except for figuring out who's gonna, you know, yeah. Who's going to get the flag after it's attending? So I, pending, I right? think they'll
2: get to know pretty quick at the beginning of a round. I could see someone saying, hey, by the way, we're going to keep the pin in every time. And once you know, as a caddy, you just leave yeah. it in or you put it back. You don't have to go find the caddy and hand it to them like they do now. You yep. just walk back over, stick it in the hole because you know the next guy is going to putt. I think I think they'll figure it out on tour. It's the amateurs. We don't we don't want to make it. You know, <laughs> we don't want to so turn. Next
1: week, next week, they go from, from one of Bill's homes to another one of Bill's homes. They go down to the uh, Waste, Waste Management Mission. Open yeah. in Phoenix. Always a fun one. It's always kind of the traditional... Um, before Super Bowl and something interesting, uh, NBC is going to cover this one because CBS has the Super Bowl and Johnny Miller is going to be making his last um, his last go round as a as an announcer yeah. on
2: Saturday. Nice. His that last day. round is Saturday, not Sunday. Did you know that?
1: No, why is that? No, I don't you know. Because he, he's I Mormon. Because he's Mormon. He does more on Sundays.
2: It may well he does normally. He yeah. has all he has the whole his whole career. But I I heard Jim Nance specifically say Saturday will be Johnny Miller's last round. He did not say Sunday. So I, we got to check that out and make sure. Because I don't, I don't think I want to miss that. I think I want to see that. Uh, that'd be yeah. pretty, pretty cool to watch. Because as cantankerous as he could as he could be, and as sometimes controversial, I liked him. I, I think he's smart. He knew what he, you know, he, he, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, how many times did you walk around just going, "How's it look, Roger?" I mean, because that's what he said, right? <laughs> as the shot was hey. in the air, and he's talking to Roger Maltby, right? So, hey,
0: Bill, you, you, you may not have liked his him or his style, but I think everyone. Respected and listened to what he had to say, right? Yeah, I think. And, well, I think so. I think some players, even, even when he was a little, even when he was a little controversial, he was usually right. He yeah, just the way well, he the way he, pers- the way he presented it may not have been, uh, uh, you know, marshmallows and, and cupcakes, but yeah. dude was dude was solid. I mean, I, I, I wasn't his biggest fan, but I certainly listened to everything he said and, and processed it so i've
2: been to a couple tournaments where uh nbc was covering them and you'd see johnny early on walking out there just walking on greens you know early in the early in the day before the players went out because he he wanted to know what what you know he kind of knew what the pin was going to be so he wanted to have a sense of what was going to happen on shots he's he was he was great i'll i'll miss him for sure yeah yeah
1: i'll tell you you know you you know it's a a slow week when we we spent 40 minutes 30 minutes on 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 tennis and soccer and, and and golf but um I, I hear him up this week as well. Trevor Immelman is just – I like him a lot. I like his, his uh, insights. I like his take. Uh, he's getting a little more comfortable uh, speaking yeah. up. Um, he, he does a great job, and, you know, he'll be a voice to, to watch in the, in the future. You know, Brandel Chambly has kind of established himself on the Golf Channel as kind of the voice of, of you know, very direct, and he'll, he'll, he'll critique people.
2: He's replacing Johnny. I think he'll be the the only problem. Is the only problem is he didn't shoot 63 at (laughs) Oakmont to win the U.S. Open. (laughs) Miller Miller had a little. uh, So is that is
1: that
0: official? He did. He he wouldn't
2: tell you about it. Randall Chambly. Chambly. No, I didn't mean it in that way. I just meant he'll be the guy who's who's you know he he the guy ruffles feathers. Yeah, he likes to do that. (laughs) He's more intentional than Johnny was. I think Johnny was just trying to tell the truth. Johnny couldn't get his own way. I I think Chambly loves to yeah rankle people. I think he likes Sure. sure.
1: All right, guys. Let's. Uh, Shay's not with us. Shay's Shay's working an event at the Motor Center tonight, and so we shout out to Shay. Who's um, let's the, just quickly who's the NBA? Uh,
2: Travis Scott. You know him, Travis. He's okay. kind, of like kind of guy, right? <laughs> we had fun with yeah. that earlier. Yeah, so go did.
0: ahead. Sorry.
1: Um. So, just a quick rundown uh, in the East: Milwaukee, a game up over Toronto, Indianapolis, and Philly round out the top four. And out west, Golden State now with, um, with Boogie Cousins, um, you know, starting to is that right, Boogie Cousins?
2: Yeah. Is that who's with them? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, starting DeMarcus. to get settled DeMarcus.
1: in. They've, yeah, they they've won ten in a row. Um, they they're up by uh, a game and a half over Denver, and then OKC and and Shea, Portland Trailblazers holding the fourth spot. Uh, nice. Oh, by the way, the Lakers now out of the playoffs as of as of today. Um. LeBron's but as we figures? head towards the All Star break, yeah. um, couple weeks, LeBron, LeBron, and Giannis will be the captains picking the teams. Um,
2: Did you the hear some of, some of the talk? Uh, I heard I heard Jalen Rose or somebody talking about that. Going, you don't want to be the last guy picked. I don't care if you're a professional making millions of dollars. Someone's got to be the last player picked between Giannis <laughs> and, and LeBron. You know,
1: you know, you know what they call the last player picked
2: uh, All Star. <laughs> yeah, I guess I still think they'll be pissed.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, but it's it's like Survivor. They should give them the hockey did that. Hockey did that draft, and they gave like a car to the guy that was picked last. Oh, that's and, right. um, yeah. It was down to like they kept making Ovechkin. Ovechkin hadn't been picked, and and then they were like, "Oh, at least we we'll get a car." And then they they picked him second to last, so he didn't get the car either. Even better, um, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. What, one NBA story to talk about without Shay here, um, you know, this Harden thing is crazy, um, the, the point run he's on. I saw something on Sports Center the other day. Uh, I, was, I was at the gym, and I saw – you know, when you're at the gym, you're kind of just reading the scrolls across the bottom of the screen. He's scored now 282 points without getting an assist, without, wow. without a ball being passed to him. Wow. Without a ball – being, he hasn't scored off of an assist. In two hundred and eighty-two
2: points. I, I don't know what the definition, um, the exact definition of assist is, but it, it must be if he if he makes some kind of moves or stops and stops, you know, holds the dribble a little bit, then obviously the assist goes away, right?
0: It's no, he's like it, kind in of
2: hockey. It's anybody who touched it prior to the guy who gets a goal gets an assist. They're they're just handed so out. He,
0: so he's kind of a point forward a little bit, kind yeah. of like. So I think he brings the ball up a lot and creates his own stuff. He just mean, never passes it. I'm guessing I've, I've been watching. I'm guessing it's it's not marginal. I think wow. he's just creating stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's that's an yeah. unbelievable stat. Yeah, yeah,
1: two hundred eighty points without getting a pass and then scoring. I mean, it's unbelievable that um, especially that he's when doing watch, that. But you, you watch know,
2: Golden they, State; every single basket's off an assist. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're always they're always coming off a screen. And then, but the the thing is, they shoot so fast. I mean, watching Clay Thompson and and uh, Steph Curry, how fast they release that ball coming off those.
1: Yeah, it was last this Man. past week Thompson went ten for ten for on his first three pointers and they missed End the one at the very yeah. Yeah, went ten for eleven. Pretty pretty impressive. Um, and I was
0: gonna s was gonna say, Sean, I don't want to belabor, but as a casual NBA fan, Golden State makes it fun to watch the NBA. <laughs> yeah. The high I mean, not even the whole game. When at Sports Center, when they come on, I'll freeze and I'll watch they they're just a fun, fun bunch to and watch. I,
2: I, we, we, we I agree we, with you, Todd. We didn't talk to Shay about this, but over the last two weeks, have there been like 10 teams in the 140s without oh. overtime? It's been crazy how high scoring some of these games have been. You know, if you look at it, there have been a ton of. of there, were, there was one game that was a 147, 142, no overtime. Wow. Now think about that. Yeah. Well, Golden State scored 51 points in the first quarter. You know, <laughs> <in that one. laughs> what, what is that?
1: Bill, yeah. Bill that, we're going go to go see. Bill. That's fun to watch. We're going to go see two teams on on Wednesday night that are completely out of the playoffs right now. And now that you said that, I bet we see like an eighty nine, eighty five <laughs> ball game.
2: A grinding, crappy game. Defense, defense. That's <laughs> no, not what we want. We don't want that. We want high Madison school.
0: Square Garden. They love the defense there.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's true. The, they just so couldn't the, stop Michael ever. That's all.
0: I
1: know, right? <laughs> but you we know, could, again, that's, it's funny because um, you know uh, Harden had sixty one there. That's and, right. Um, you know, had fifty nine, and then got a steal kind of on the last, almost last play of the game, and and, and yeah. laid it up to get sixty one. Um, so, you know that play, that place brings out the the stars, you know, to score Luke, big. Luka
2: goes for forty. I'll take that.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, in the in the hockey, we had the, the hockey all star game on Saturday night. Um, it, it, traditionally, it's been on on um, Sunday afternoon, but it was played last night. Um, the metropolitan team, so some of the Blue Jackets uh, shared in the million-dollar prize. Uh, Crosby had a heck of a game. He, he won the MVP, so now he has the Hart Trophy, the um, playoff MVP, the All-Star Game MVP, kind of an impressive run.
2: But he doesn't have the Lady Bing, does he? Is that sportsmanship? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it is. <laughs> I think he's okay uh, with that. All right, yeah, your, I think you're right. Your
1: leaders across the hockey uh, in the Atlantic, you got Tampa and Toronto – um, in the metropolitan, you have New, New York Islanders kind of slid up without a lot of people paying attention. They are a uh, game up or a point up over Washington, and the Blue Jackets are in third place. Mm. Um, out west, uh, Winnipeg and Nashville are tied in the uh, Central, and then in the Pacific, uh, Calgary and San Jose. Uh, but Bill, your Tampa, fourteen points up. Um, you know,
2: yeah, they this they, rest a, has
1: probably been great for them.
2: They, they talked about it. The um. The they are very deep, and that's what a lot of the league is saying about them. That that is even when the third and fourth lines are coming out there, they got players, they got people that that can that can really score, play some defense. Uh, so they're, you know, look, it's your. I, I, it's very rare for me to be in a city where, you know, we're going to go into the playoffs as a heavy favorite, <laughs> even though it's hockey and anything can happen. A heavy favorite to hopefully be playing for the Stanley Cup. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So we'll yep. see. Yep.
1: Um, let's see the NCAA, ho- NCAA, hoops, really quick, guys. Um, did you see any games this week, or any any players, any teams that stood out to you? We had the uh,
2: well, a couple, guys, a couple, a couple of guys were bitching about Florida on Twitter, so I turned that game on when it was eighteen to three and kept it on, and all of a sudden it was a ball game <laughs> in the second half. They You're, had- almost cor- You're almost correct. It was in text. No, they, tied well, they tied it last year, That's They tied it 56 all at one point. Um, just, a hard, just couldn't hold on to it yeah so there, there,
0: there are team just a hard team one of the you've been there bill oh yeah it's a hard team to root for you're rooting for him but oh my gosh it's like, yeah you
1: wanted to win but just you know when when it's, five tough, minutes, right? five it's tough minutes, to go and all they want to do is pass the ball nobody wants the ball that's uh, bad nobody wants to step up you know keep on alan god bless him he's he's a all-time most threes of, of you know, he, he's going to set a by far a free throw record for the team. Uh, he averages, I think, 94.5% or something from the line, um, you know. But he just, he cannot make, you know. Now, I'm sure across his career he's made some game-winners winning game winners or ties. They seem just, to
0: like, be in a rut. They seem to be yeah, in a rut this season, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and just without a big man, they, they really need a big man to compete, you know. Hey,
2: and, how about the spirit of Tyler Trent today? I didn't watch the end of that game. Yeah, Purdue. Did Purdue come out upset Michigan, Michigan State. State. Michigan boom. State
1: won twenty in a row in the Big Ten.
2: Yep, they beat them by ten. It was a uh, in hand by the time I turned it on. It was a uh, it was pretty so, impressive. So, yeah. so
0: I know I need you, I need your boys' help. I think Mizzou was beating LSU by like eleven with two minutes left and lost. Ooh, and then yeah. whoever whoever played
1: Clemson, um, NC State.
0: No, Some, no, whoever whoever played Texas San Antonio Bill. If you look it up. They were up 17 oh. with, like, three minutes left. Ooh. Oh, my God. And yeah. If you can look it up. Well, I will. Yep, um, I got it. But it's, it's nuts that these leads uh, – and I think Clemson was another one, right, Sean? They yeah. Were,
2: they were up by well, like,
0: 10, yeah. and they had just meltdown. So, yep. yeah. No lead is safe in college basketball. Appears <laughs> again.
1: Yep. So. Bill, your, your Dookie's got uh, Trey Jones back. Uh, had a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, against an overmatched Georgia Tech team. Uh, once again, Duke starts out slow, um, but then kind of kind of turned it on at the end. Virginia just dominated Notre Dame. Um, they're just a really good team, and I, I expect them to be there around all season. Michigan wins. Tennessee um, kind of – did you see that game against Vandy, Todd, this week? Tennessee?
0: Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about this weekend. It was the Big 12 versus SEC. Uh, I think the Big 12 dominated. Um, Tennessee won – I know it was 6-4. No. It
1: was 6-4. Six six to four.
0: To four. Closer than yeah. I thought. I did not see the Tennessee Vandy game,
1: no. Well, Tennessee Vandy uh, – Vandy was up, um, but then towards the end of the game, um, they ruled a flagrant foul underneath where the guys got, kind of got their elbows locked a little bit, and they went for the rebound, and the Tennessee guy – it looks like he kind of flopped. Um, but not only did they give him the foul, they gave him the flagrant one, so he got the ball, and, you know, it was just kind of a went-to-overtime End up winning in overtime. Um, wow. They go to South Carolina this week, and I've I've encouraged Riley to try and go. And I say, you get to see the number one team in the in the country. You know, if your team somehow can pull one off and beat them, it, it'd be a fun game to say you were at. You know, um, I remember when when Todd. I think you might have been there with us when, when we beat we Shaq and Chris, Chris um, Jackson, Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Ma- Abdul Rauf, yeah. and
0: Stanley Roberts were all in the same court. Oh, that's right, and Florida wow. beat them. Uh, it was unbelievable. I think, uh, was that Don DeVoe? Was he your coach? Uh, that was Don DeVoe, yeah. yeah. And, and, Bill, you'll love it. Sean made a poster, we're devoted to Don, I think is what
2: he said. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you, you, you were right. San Antonio trade Old, Old Dominion, 69-52 uh, yes. with 3.43 left and ended up winning 74-73, yeah. So they, wow, yeah. You, Old Dominion scored four points in the last 3.43 to lose that game. Uh, unbelievable. Wow. Nice. Unbelievable.
1: Cool. i saw michigan michigan um at indiana this week opened up with an 18-0 run Ooh. at indiana that's not that's not good for the home crowd Oof. Um, i think they scored their first point with like 13 minutes to go in the game or in the half and um, oh. there's a free throw and the crowd went crazy
2: yeah <laughs> you know? the, the so. old bronx cheer i got you yes. Yeah. Let's,
1: let's finish up with uh, a
2: little football talk um Is there game was there a game today uh pro bowl but i didn't Didn't see one didn't see one second how about you is
0: there a worse is there a worse slash all-star game than nfl pro bowl it's the worst
2: no also right
1: yeah um so so let's todd what's the line going in the super bowl i know it started rams by one and now it went to patriots minus two i heard an interesting handicapper um on, on our, local t- our local radio show in the morning, uh, was sharing some stats about the Patriots' history in the Super Bowl and the Rams. And he, he made an interesting point about how if Dee Ford lines up on sides in that game and that interception stands, the talk, bego- the talk goes to Belichick and Brady are kind of done and this is a, their last run. And then because of that offsides, they go on to, to win and the talk is, Brady's the greatest and Belichick's the greatest and here's what happens. And it's, it it is so, so true how one play. And then obviously the talk down in, in New Orleans is, you know, the New Orleans saints and their fans just cannot let that play go. They're suing and they, they want Belichick to replay the game or not. Belichick. um,
2: Goodell. Goodell
1: to replay the game. Um, That's not going to happen. Just any thoughts on, on anything so far this week? I I saw the Patriots had 35,000. At Foxborough for their pep rally today, and the Rams did their little send off from their new stadium. I As mean, so, they go head to Atlanta,
0: so limit me because I've I have many a thought. I'm I'm full <laughs> of thoughts. So. Um, the best tweet I saw, I think, on Thursday, and I can't remember. I think I I up, but they're like, New Orleans Saints fans, we get it, we're sorry, we love you, but get over it. I kind of feel the same way. It's like, yes, it was the worst, maybe the worst tragedy ever, but nothing's going to change. Right. So, um, AFC beat NFC 26, seven, a low scoring pro bowl in case you're wondering. So new England's a two and a half point favorite and the over under is 56 and a half. So, um, here's my thoughts on this game. And I read and did a little research, um, and listen, in, in no way is this belittling the New England dynasty. I mean, probably one of the best dynasties that, that we've been a part of, that in Alabama College Football, right? So here's what I read. The last five Super Bowls, New England is two and three, right? There are two wins. The first mm-hmm. one is against Seattle. Do you remember the Seattle victory? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where Pete Carroll's offensive coordinator – which I don't necessarily hate him for, but inexplicably passed and said, try run the ball. Malcolm and, Butler. Uh, yeah. yeah, Malcolm Butler uh, jumped around and, hey, congrats, New England. Yeah. The other win was against Atlanta, <laughs> where they were down 28-3, and there's literally 11 things had to happen, and everyone happened. I mean, Powerballs only have six numbers. So they almost, they almost doubled the lottery, right, to win it. That said, when you read that, as down as New England is, they. Easily, not rightfully, but easily could be 0 and 5 in the last five Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, they're the best, they get there. Yeah, you have to compete. Luck is accountable.
2: Um was one of those you know, losses the David Tyree helmet catch? The first that loss. Of the loss? Five. Yeah. Yeah. That, might I, that, that easily could have been a win though. Which, which is that's that's, that's why that's you that's going that's why luck. it goes the other way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But when you look at their wins, they could easily win losses, and I'm sure if you look at the other two losses other than the one you're referencing, maybe they could have been wins. Maybe. So, long story short, um, they're they're two and three, easily beat zero and five. Maybe some losses, but they're beatable for whatever reason. New England, mm-hmm. as dominant and as a dynasty, are they're beatable. Maybe give anyone two weeks, they can figure out a win. So, as easy and as I want to uh, to to pick New England, God, I think the Rams have have a fighter's chance for sure. So.
1: Yeah, I am I might be leaning – we'll make our picks next week. But um, this guy was making some, you know, some some pretty good – you know, obviously he's a sharp. You know, he's a guy that looks at the numbers and figures it out. But, you know, they, they won by six over Atlanta. Um, but that's, you know, that was an overtime game. And uh, they won by four. Uh, My heart. My heart. The last time, but then the three-point wins have been all their other – all their other games have been three point wins,
0: and, and a win's a win. No one's going to argue that, right?
2: Right. Yeah.
0: But they're they're not destroying teams uh, in the Super Bowl for for whatever reason. So yeah. yeah the, you gotta, you this know. guy
1: this guy was saying if the line stays two and a half or less. He'll take the Rams because he doesn't think the the Patriots can beat them by more than three, based on their track record. So yeah, I so. think
0: we have to make our picks now because the game is. Six eighteen next Sunday, right?
1: Well, we'll probably just do an afternoon, early afternoon show.
2: Okay. I think we did that last year, right?
1: Yeah, we did that a, we right did before
2: it. the game. We finished wrapping up at six or so, so we can.
1: Yep. Watch. We, yes, we had to watch Luke
0: Bryan sing the national anthem. Oh, I missed that over under. I went over. What a dummy.
2: And he how about how about, boy, how about your boy Jimmy Buffett? Minute seven. Oh, he, he, he keep that keep that filed away for a bet somewhere down the road. I'll bet you he's under one fifteen. Just take that. Just throw that bet around to a few people. They'll take it in a heartbeat. No way he finishes. He can't sing.
0: Two. He can't
2: sing. That's why he's like quick, quick, quick. Can't yeah, sing. we're not holding any notes for any length of time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, last last year I think uh, Luke Bryan beat it by one. The the over under by one yeah. second. I'm like that's because yeah. he had money on. It. He bet he bet the under, and, <laughs> and you know, he told his friends he said, "I promise y'all finish quick."
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not sure whether I'm more bitter about that or the Falcons pulling the lead. Um, <laughs> I, I had bets on both, so I'm, I'm still... <laughs> well, I, I, oh,
1: I think a lot of the keys that we're going to start hearing over and over again is, you know, Brady's yet to be been sacked so far this postseason, uh, going up against arguably one of the best defensive lines in, in, in pro football right now. Yeah. Um, Edelman always finds a way to be open. You know, are they going to put delete to leave on him uh, and just man up on him? You know, how do they use Gronk? Um, is Gronk a decoy? Um, you know, what happens to the running game? Um, and then obviously does Gurley show up and play? So yeah. he doesn't
2: have to if Anderson keeps doing. Your heat. backup's pretty good, right? Yeah. Jeez, yeah, no right. Kidding. Yeah. All
1: right. All right, boys, let's uh let, let's call it a night. Let's uh, go around the horn. Todd as I go to you and talk about what, what you got coming up this week. I know you talked about some bad weather, but I want you to reflect on on some activity that happened this week. Uh, I believe there were some high school tryouts for lacrosse. Uh,
0: yeah, so, um, so I, I played high school sports, right? Um, played a lot of them, but I'm going to whisper and hopefully no one's whist- listening. I went to a 1A school and our graduate grad- graduating class was 75. Oh, okay, <laughs> call baby. <laughs> oh, <Okay, laughs> call the whole. which, Hey, it was tough, man. I was almost cut many a time. Right. But I still did. So, uh, my son, Scott, Goes to a six A seven A school. Oof. Made made varsity lacrosse as a sophomore. So that's. Oh my. I told him. I told him. I go be humble and happy, but be proud. That's that's unbelievable. So a lot of hard work. Um. So it was uh, touch and go. So if he made JV practices are at six thirty a.m. If he made varsity, they're at four thirty p.m. Oh. So not only was I rooting for him for the prestige and, and the practice times, the, the key, right? As much playing time as he gets a sophomore, you're practicing. He's practicing with the guys that have a D1 scholarship to Air Force and Hofstra, which wow. are, are, are are giants in, in lacrosse. So that, that's what I was really hoping for, but I really didn't want to have to have him wake up at 530 in the morning to go to practice. So anyway, long story short, um, Scott made varsity. We're proud of him, as we always are, regardless of results. and. Um, Got a, got a big week uh, in, uh, in in Atlanta training barring snow coming on Tuesday. So hopefully it doesn't snow out the work week. But uh, all's good here in Atlanta, Sean.
1: Thanks. And will you be able to avoid kind of the downtown area where a lot of the tourists will come in? And and um, is there like a place like the Jacksonville Landing? Is there a big spot where all the festivities will happen?
2: Where, yeah, where's Sports Center set up?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, like the Buckhead area is yeah. big, and um, you're, far, you're
2: away from that, aren't you? Oh, I'm. Yeah, north. You're up north, yeah. Yeah, sure,
0: sure. yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a good forty minutes from the airport, okay. easy with no traffic. So yeah, I'll be. I'll but be good.
1: Where will be the spot though, Todd? Like like in New Orleans, it's Bourbon Street, and you know, in in um, Dallas, you know, Dallas Alley or whatever. But like, where's the spot where all the festivities and the bars and the?
2: Where's Fan Fest?
1: <laughs> so so the um, MBS is in downtown
0: Atlanta, Mercedes Bend mercedes-benz stadium but they do have some good local areas around but i think buckhead will be where all okay. all the celebs that everyone flying in will, will probably be in buckhead which is a little
1: north of town yeah just keep ray lewis away from any sharp objects
2: uh, and uh see those clubs and those clubs
0: <laughs> allegedly <laughs> allegedly right yeah all right. oh uh, by the way um Atlanta's already know, and I wish God I wish she was here to comment. But okay. Atlanta's already known for the nightclub, strat mm-hmm. uh, slash stripper strip clubs. Yeah. Apparently, people are flying in. There, there, there are girls flying in. So uh-huh. if you're if you, if you if you have a little money and and want to party, Elena's probably not a bad spot to be in uh, the next week or so. So that's funny. That's funny. Come on, the the city needs <laughs> money. Let's go. Come on,
1: Bill. What's going on with you, man? I got before you. Uh tease us with who's coming up on this week's uh, real estate sessions um shout out to brandon wise last week i thought that was one of your best episodes and in, uh, in a while i just loved yeah. it loved his insights loved his um energy for the industry and uh you just it was a fabulous interview
2: he's a really honest guy too it was fun to i mean i love the fact that he talked about his parents were amway distributors you know wow. and that's what got him that entrepreneurial spirit he knew he was going to do wow. something and 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 then you you kept it off with on the uh he got a lot of love in Facebook, and his mom jumps on there and goes, thanks for mentioning Amway, son, <laughs> right there in the Facebook post. It was great. So uh, he's, he's a neat guy, and I've known him, like I said, probably 11 years, 12 years, so that's cool. Re- before I get to this week's guest, um, Todd, you follow across a little bit. I yes, call- sir. Across too. Does the name uh, Lyle Thompson mean anything to you? Mm. Should I
0: ask Scott? He's sitting right here. Or ask he him, him or... if
2: he knows. Do, who, I said, "Do you know who Lyle Thompson is?" And see what he says.
0: Scott, hmm. do you know who Lyle Thompson is?
2: He says yes. Who is he? He's
0: like a Native American lacrosse player. Yeah, and
2: arguably one of the best ever is what I heard. Best ever. Arguably. Best. Paul Rabel. Is. Who? Paul
0: Rabel. Is. He said Paul Rabel is, but he's up there. Is okay. what I, said.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> heard a great. Interv- <laughs> I heard a great interview <laughs> with him. If you just look on ESPN under Jeremy Shap Show. It'll be yeah. worth this, uh, the, the uh, uh, what's he call it on um, uh, Saturday, early Saturday morning or Sunday morning at 6am uh, his interview show. And it's a really neat interview with him and he's playing professional across right now for uh, right yeah uh, Charlotte, I think. So uh, check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and my guest this week is Matt Fagioli, Sean. So he, okay. uh, yeah. So, you explode. know, Matt from explode and Ari Texas before that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, uh, and it's interesting. We, he actually recorded the video while we did the podcast. First time it's ever happened. So there's zero editing, really. I just we just uh, ran both. The video will get released on Tuesday when I release my podcast. He's going to wait till the podcast go live goes live. So you can see us. You know, you can see what the podcast looks like, which is a lot like what the stare down looks like <laughs> for you two. Um, but but so that, <laughs> that worked out good? Really well. That good? That uh, yeah, was good. No, it's good. Yeah, that good. Yeah, I'm sorry uh so it was fun that was a lot of fun and then it, sean you mentioned it on on uh tuesday morning i got a 6 a.m flight sketch to new york city and uh i've got a lot of things planned there's o'haras um, um on tuesday night there's a knicks game on wednesday night and i'm still working up a broadway show on thursday night so i'm looking for a great oh and by the way what's your o- target a whole bunch of learning along the way too.
0: Well, let me guess, uh, from the non-real estate guy, is it called Inman Connect?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is, thank you. Why do I know that, yeah, Sean? Because no. Sean's been to like 30 of them. I've been to like 20. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, do, you, do you have a target show you're trying to? to? No, no it doesn't matter until I get there. I'm, there's nothing in, on my uh, agenda. I just kind of get there and see what's um, got availability. Uh, but no, are you I, leaning
1: towards one you haven't seen no. or would you go see one that you have seen?
2: No, I, I'd be something new. Yeah. Do you bring in people with you, or you yeah, to yeah? Them. There's there's a few people yeah. that have expressed interest, and uh, Richard Silver is used my, my go-to guy. Uh, do you know Richard? You know Richard, Sean? He's yeah, my yeah, Toronto, guy. yeah, yeah, out of Toronto. He he, I'll hook up with him, and we'll find a, a show that we neither one of us has seen. So, and then usually there's a few more that tag along. That'll be Thursday night. For some reason, Todd Sean never goes to those. I don't know. He goes to the influencer bash instead. He parties with all the people. No, I don't. I
1: don't do that. Man. I I'm just kidding. To, I'm just
2: kidding. He, he's in the he's in the
1: drink my...
0: He's in the Broadway closet. He doesn't know he likes it Yeah. I don't spend money to drink with my friends.
2: Yeah, that's true. He'll do that. <laughs> well, we do that after the show, Sean. So, yeah, yeah we do both.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Okay. Look at, looking forward to it. My my flight early early tomorrow morning uh, was canceled. I uh, had to fly into in Chicago, and I guess Chicago's expecting a ton of uh, bad weather, and so they know the equipment's not going to be there. Sam DeBoer's flight through Chicago was canceled. Um, so I'm rebooking now through Atlanta. So, Todd, if anything changes in my um, – <laughs> like tuesday, somehow
0: tuesday's the only bed but yeah you have a place to stay if you need it man
1: yeah so to so in in through uh atlanta tomorrow and, and in the laguardia late afternoon and uh you should, be right. I, you should be right and we'll catch a ride and, and and we'll look forward to seeing you bill on tuesday when you get there i can't wait to show you my carp art i might have to have you film the the uh un un the unboxing uh listen to so, this i did a carp art the for reveal our friend the Malcom. carp art reveal Right. I did a cart bar that Anthony kind of commissioned me to do, so to speak, for his office. And I did it, and I was really proud of it. Um, and then when I woke up the next morning, I looked at it, I'm like, it's not good enough. So I completely redid it.
2: He told me this story uh, at breakfast because we went to the golf course. The two guys showed up, me and Anthony. I'll play in the rain. Two of us. <laughs> out of 30 guys, two showed up. And we went and got breakfast. He told me the whole story about how you, you showed him a pick corner of it, and you liked it. But then he, he's all, and then the next morning he gets up. He redid the whole thing. I went, ah, that's, that's Sean. That's good. So, and he mentioned, um, yeah, yeah, he's he's excited. He said you you put it in a frame and and you're bringing it. So he's he's fired up.
0: So, Sean, you're love like, my daughter Kate like draws the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life because I can't draw stick figures and she'll rip it up. Oh, this is awful. I'm like, no, what are you doing? Don't rip it up. It's it's beautiful.
2: Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun.
1: But we'll, we'll definitely need to, whenever I bring it to him, Bill, we'll, we'll have you uh, film it when he opens it up and, and looks at it. So
2: Okay, cool. Yep. So, all the right, boys. part we'll to- reveal. I can't Yeah, make. we got it. We can do it.
1: Unbox Looking forward to seeing a lot of good people there, uh, a lot of people we know from all around the, the globe, um, Bill, and, uh, and uh, it's always good to hang out with you again. So, uh, Todd, we'll, we'll catch up with you sometime soon. We need to either do a, a live stare down in one of the four cities. Let's put please. it on the calendar and make it happen. i I said
2: we go to the warmest city.
1: There we go. <laughs> All right, man. On behalf of Todd and Bill and Shay, out working the po- the posse of the Justin uh Justin Thomas, Justin <laughs> Whatever. Travis Scott,
0: Travis, Travis Scott. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to the what? Let's stare down. Let's stare oh, down. Good.